0: Hello world. Today we are talking everything Wes Anderson. What makes a Wes Anderson film a Wes Anderson film? Is there a difference between directors and filmmakers? And our thoughts on his top three films. All right, folks, enjoy the show. One, two, three, now.
1: Welcome back to another episode of that is not a podcast. This is a podcast.
0: Ooh, we came in on beat there. Yo. Yeah, that was awesome. yeah, it was yeah, good, right? Good work. Yeah, like, yeah, that was smooth. We know what this is, right? I think people need to know what this is. Yeah.
1: Oh, my god, well, it's That's a banger too. A, I love this song. All right, I so do it all day.
0: we don't want to jump too ahead of ourselves, but I have to say this is one of the things I like about this
1: director is <laughs> his music. Yeah, music. Great, yeah. movie. So,
0: uh So we should probably tell the audience who we're we talking about today. I guess you think you're probably guess. I feel like if you're a super fan, like if you're a level
1: five, you would know. Yeah, you'd probably know, from know that, that song because it's, it's like embedded in your heart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I feel like people really like that movie. But yeah. let's not get ahead of ourselves. We are talking about who, Chris, today? Wes Anderson. Wes, Wes Anderson. Anderson. Um, and that was from The Life of... Aquatic, correct. With yeah. Steve yeah. Zizu. <laughs> oh my god, that um, So, uh, I guess, yeah, I guess my first memory of a Wes Anderson film. Mm-hmm.
1: What's the first time you saw one?
0: Um,
1: well, I guess. What's the first one you saw?
0: The first one I saw. Yeah. Uh, Rushmore.
1: Rushmore. Yeah, yeah, Rushmore was the first I one. I think. Yeah, I don't remember if mine was Rushmore or, um. Royal Tenenbaums. It was one or the other. Because Royal Tenenbaums was were around two thousands. Yeah, I Rushmore yeah. as well. Yeah, classic.
0: Yeah, Royal Tenenbaums was two thousand
1: and one. I don't think I waited three years to see Rushmore. I have probably seen it. I remember in Rush- that three year time yeah. period. Yeah, so I probably saw Rushmore first.
0: I, I think it was freshman year. It was like nineteen ninety nine.
1: Sure. So, yeah. yeah.
0: But uh. Yeah, so we're talking about Wes Anderson. So a little background about the director, because, you know, we love doing our research on this sh- podcast.
1: Extensive research. Uh, our definitely. interns yeah, were very yeah. hard so to produce. Us. Day and night. <laughs> yeah. Day and night. <laughs>
0: with yeah. um, with um, our notes. Mm-hmm. All right, Wes Anderson from Texas? Yeah, that's the story. That's the story. That's that's story. Yeah. So he's from Texas. Um, but this is interesting about him.
1: He didn't go to film school that's what we found out through our research. He has a B.A. in philosophy. 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 Um, which is helpful. Which is which is great. Therial. which probably
0: is a reason why his films are so like deep. Yeah. Like comedy, but I call them, some of them are like black comedies, There's, right? Yeah. There's a
1: reason why he makes each one of his films. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not yeah. just,
0: he's not just making yeah, stuff right. to make it. No. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. There's a intent. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's so, it's so weird that He's, like, one of these, like, great filmmakers, but didn't go to film
1: school. Yeah, that, I don't know how I feel about that. Does that make you upset? It makes me... I don't know. I guess that's okay. I'm glad he's making films. Yeah, I'm really glad, I'm glad that, he yeah. ended up making films. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, I don't, I, someone had to teach him how to do something at one point,
0: right? <laughs> well, I I think I think these people do, if we ask them, if we have a conversation about film, they could mm-hmm. probably rattle off all these films and tell you, right. like, in detail of why this film looks that way and you know, cause they're probably so in well there. Studied. You think he's well studied. Yeah. 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 I he's mean, probably studying great. You have to
1: be. Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked. I mean, if anyone ever comes to me like, I want to do something in the arts as mm-hmm. you, you, I said, go to school, <laughs> <laughs> some sort of training <laughs> in, that, yeah, yeah. in that thing, because I don't know. So, but that's going to happen, right? Yeah. That's going to happen.
0: I guess yeah. So he says in interviews that he had a love for writing Mm -hmm. and plays. Okay, like growing up. Okay, and he shot Super Eight, like those. um, So he would
1: record his plays. I guess so. Okay, is that really a play then? That's not a play. (laughs) Here Here you go. Here here you go. No, 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 no. no, no. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead, Chris. Okay, it's not a play. Okay, I
0: think. Okay, let's. uh, We we don't know. It's a secondhand, but I I think he said he was just shooting on Super Eight. Sure, yeah. I think he made plays to make plays. Let's give him benefit of doubt. Let's say say his plays were plays.
1: I'm sure they were. Okay, they were great. I'm (laughs) sure they were. He's great. (laughs) I'm a big fan. Yeah, he's a a big big fan. fan. Big fan.
0: Um, all right. So yeah, but I guess I guess all his stuff you can trace back to like old film.
1: There is a lot of that, like yeah, and I don't know, I don't know. I can't find like a one to one thing. I mean, I don't. I've never really thought about it or try to connect. It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, this is the shot that happened in Casablanca. You know, it's oh, not like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because some yeah. people actually do that of like recreate famous scenes or something in their movies or yes. like some sort of homage. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. It's just kind of like a feeling, like a old tiny feeling. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. But not old timey at all. His movies don't, you know what I mean? So it's weird. It, mm-hmm. I don't um there's a lot of, I guess maybe just to do with the sets or how he plays with the camera stuff like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I think that's I mean not to get ahead of ourselves, mm-hmm. but I think that's what filmmakers do. Right. Is the the camera is almost um a storyteller.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Of, of pushing
1: the yeah. it
0: forward and a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um so yeah, it's it, I mean I don't think he's influenced by you know Michael Bay, let's say. <laughs> oh, like Michael not, Bay! He's I knew he was going to come. By, up. I knew Michael yeah, Bay was going to come yeah, up this we podcast. Talk about Michael Bay, when you talk about something, uh, <laughs> no, but, but you know what I mean. Like he's not influenced by things that happened in the last thirty years. Twenty, no, you know what I mean. He's it more influenced seem by like things it. happening thirty plus in the past. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. going back. You know, it's it's like definitely has that feeling of, of old, or you know, mm. not a feeling of new. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: about a uh, Graham Budapest? I think. I think there's some, if you, if you type in Grand Budapest mm-hmm. in YouTube, I think someone does do, like, showing you a couple of old school movies, okay. films, and, and like, the seeing the shots, and shots. being, like, this is okay. the same okay. shot.
1: That might happen. Uh, did you see
0: Grand right. Budapest?
1: Absolutely, yeah. I've seen um, all his movies, and I really, mm-hmm. except for Bottle Rocket. That's what I just realized. I haven't yeah. seen Bottle Rocket.
0: Bottle Rocket I just watched today. Okay. Uh, and that's so funny, speaking of, like, the origins. Mm-hmm. So you could see, like, the beginnings
1: of it. Right, yeah.
0: It kind of just feels like a yeah. like a a guy making his first film. Okay, but then if you like step back, you're like,
1: oh, you get the you get like, yeah. This is a it's kind of there. Cool. Yeah, so, well, I definitely have to see it. I haven't. Um, yeah, there's only one. Because mm-hmm. if if you if you were to say like when does Wes Anderson become Wes Anderson, it'd probably be the Royal Tenenbaums. I would say that's the movie that kind of defines the whatever. Because Rushmore is still a little more indie movie guy yes you know what i mean however mm-hmm. there's definitely probably i more hints like there's the whole play thing is just incredible like yeah i mean it's just incredible <laughs> and it's all that is not really like you wouldn't see that in a, another movie a not wes Anderson movie you know what, yeah, what i mean yeah, like yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that yeah um and you're talking about the curtains uh you yeah. know what I mean? that that stuff <laughs>
0: So I, I, I think people know about me, my top five directors, and Wes Anderson is one of them. Awesome. So my brother got me a coffee table book, mm-hmm. um, which I recommend people love coffee table books mm-hmm. uh, about Wes Anderson and has all the details of all his sh- shots and everything. And there's this conversation in there about the curtains with his agent when he was making Rushmore. And so his agent is like, yo, bro, I don't understand these curtains. And he's like, what, what do you mean? And he was like, these curtains in movies, you're going to have to cut them. People, like, I don't understand why right, there's curtains. Right. He was like, are they supposed to be there? And he says, yeah, they're curtains. <laughs> or I think they asked him, like, his agent asked him, you know there's curtains in your movie? And he says, right. yes. Yeah, that's, I know they're, they're po- <laughs> Yeah, I know they're there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. He knows everything is, yeah. I mean, it's so, like, everything is so meticulous. And everything is so, like, every shot. Yeah, it's so interesting nothing is you can just hit wasted. pause at any moment in one of his movies and there's so much interesting things on screen yeah that's another it's a feast for the eyes It's a feast, <laughs> that sort of thing yeah. like it, it's so fun to see his movies and mm-hmm. i don't know how much time is spent on dude it has to I, be I, so pr- production unbelievable. unbelievable okay a lot yeah well okay two
0: things about that though mm-hmm. he does work with the same people okay cool. so he talks about if you listen to his interviews it, he works with the same family Okay. I think Clarentino does this too. You know, okay. you kind of start. It's kind of like what you do with your plays. Well, you kind of get the same actors. Necessity. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. 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 you know what I mean. Like you create this camaraderie, right? Mm-hmm. Is that I'm saying that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so he works with the same people. I think with cinematographies and everything. Well, oh, you can feel it in
1: all those movies. Mm-hmm. You can feel like they all enjoy making those movies together. Yeah. And the
0: same actors. Yeah. So there's like this and great you,
1: chart. You can feel that the actors are really enjoying themselves mm-hmm. and that they get to play in those worlds again. Like it, it's, it's fun. It's just yeah. every movie he makes. is just fun to, to be in and experience with them. Uh, do you have a list of all the, Oh my God, this is funny. yeah. So I, so I guess it's a this list is of all ch- the actors.
0: <laughs> you see Bill Murray's been like in, yeah, oh, man, he's five. been in all but two.
1: Yeah. All but two now. So he's going to be in this new one coming up. Huh? This after- yeah. I just mm-hmm. heard out about, heard about this right now. That's crazy. So he's going to be in the next. So one. he does. He does move. Wow, um, Bill Murray. Yeah. That's and then ass.
0: to give a little more background, speak of like, Working mm-hmm. with people. I guess him and, so him and Owen Wilson went to school together. Okay. And they made a short film, Bottle Rocket. So it's a short. Okay. And it was just him, Owen, and his brother. What's his brother's name?
1: Uh, uh Luke. So Luke, okay, so Luke was, okay, he was friends with Owen. L- isn't Luke,
0: Luke and, oh, he was friends with Owen, not Luke.
1: Well, I'm not sure which one it is now.
0: Owen has a nose.
1: Oh, Owen uh, Owen is blonde hair. Yeah. And was in Shanghai Noon.
0: <laughs> is that your reference? <laughs> <Star laughs> I knew I knew, knew there's a Knights reason. Yeah.
1: And he was um, where they went to China. And there's yeah. this great umbrella fight in Shanghai night. I got to. Yes. Props to the umbrella fight. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. That's Owen. That's and Owen. Luke.
0: Lucas's Luke brother.
1: He's the guy that's in uh Real bombs mostly. He's, he's in Road bombs. He's, he's in, in Bottle Rockets. And he was in the short that they made. Yeah. So they've been, I mean, they, yeah, the they've brothers, been together. The three of them have mm-hmm. been together for from the beginning. Um And they're all really talented. They're great. Yeah, They're, they're really so great. Funny. And
0: then and Owen so Wilson funny. has his own like
1: acting style. He
0: really does. Which I think he is really just is. I mean, great. we
1: talked about him a lot in the, yeah. in the whole Loki show. Yeah, yeah. He's he's killing it. And
0: it was good to see him because I feel like he we hadn't seen him before for a while.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed seeing him in the newest Wes Anderson movie. Mm-hmm. French Dispatch. It was oh, great. Yeah. It was fun. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about it's that. It's just more. always fun when he's around. I don't know. There, There is some, I mean, I guess he, he does have a shtick. You know, he's like an old Wilson shtick, I guess. Yeah. But, like, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny every yeah. time. Yeah. Well, that's and what I, we I, talk about, I, right? I think it's, yeah, but I think it's more than, yeah, I guess we did talk about this. I think it is yeah. more than just, like,
0: like, again, he's doing things, too. Like, if, mm-hmm. I don't know. But that's why we hire you, right? We hire you to. get we us- hire, yeah, we yeah. hire
1: you to be Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. But how he does it, though, there's more to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like he's making interesting choices all the time. I guess that's yeah. what I want to say. Like he's always making the most interesting choice, the funniest mm-hmm. choice, the big, you know, like he's really good at acting. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Well, okay. So speaking of acting, is the one thing that pulls me into his movies because mm-hmm. I feel like it's. Uh, I think actor is a very type of way he's doing. Right. So the rhythm is always right. a kind certain of rhythm. A certain yeah. rhythm, certain rhythm, mm-hmm. and then um, the reality is not quite reality.
1: No, it's it's heightened a little bit, just a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah, there you know I mean? So it's still like, but it's it, it, it's always in a little bit of a almost like a, a storybook world or some, yeah. like a pop up book, some or like its own world, little world. Yeah, right? own little world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it all makes sense. Like everything is completely normal to those people. You know, what I mean, like it's um, uh, it's everyone's like everyday life, and it's just it's not like fantastical to them. It's just a little bit heightened. It's a little bit like up, you it's, know, where our world is. Yeah, yeah,
0: and that's what drew me into Rushmore because so Rushmore, right, in freshman year, getting into plays, doing theater, mm-hmm. and here is this kid who's like wanting to make a play. I think he's in drama club. He's in yeah. all these clubs, yeah, and he puts on this play. Oh my God. Oh, and it's not just like you put on a play in high school. and yeah, Maybe right. the budget is like five hundred dollars. They put on a play where there was like guns, Chris. Remember? Yeah, and the, oh yeah, and, the and there was like helicopters. Yeah, yeah, what was the scene. play? It was Shanghai.
1: Uh, was it? um... Oh no, was it was so great. It, it's it, is it one of is it that musical that runs? Oh my god, I, I don't know. I forget about. Just that. type in play Rushmore. Um, if it's not the actual one that he's doing, it, it's a reference of the musical. There's a, like a VMA musical um yeah. heaven and hell heaven and that's hell. the name of heaven and hell. well there's like a helicopter in in uh, miss saigon that's what it's miss yeah. saigon yeah yeah so it's a lot of this is like a miss saigon joke i guess but this play is so funny i i have a ongoing joke about um movies and tv shows uh whenever they make a play um I would. I always say like how much that play would actually cost to produce. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean? there's um like it's funny to me when there's it's like a high school TV show or something like mm-hmm. that, like degrassi or something. And they yeah, like yeah. Put on a, They put on a play, and I'm like, that set cost like twenty thousand. Yeah, see, that's like but this, this is the joke. That's the actual joke in this movie. And this
0: is why it's like reality, but not reality. Yeah, yeah
1: it's not reality, reality. Like obviously they wouldn't have enough money no. to make this play, but it's so funny then. <laughs> and they put on the glasses. Everyone's put on the glasses. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the little plane. Oh my God
0: his like practical effects yeah.
1: yeah this would be so much money i mean this is like a. there's a
0: flame floor
1: like, i know <laughs>
0: oh i think he has a cigarette oh in God, his mouth the
1: not, and there's the bazooka i, I hope we get to the backstage part hey,
0: oh they're going through the whole thing and the memory he, <laughs> he's like yo bro don't fuck up my lines in my play yeah.
1: <laughs> i know i know it's his opus. This is his opus. Yeah. So there's a lot of jokes here too, because this is almost like a Apocalypse Now joke too, because that's kind of like the opus and it. it was over, but like we were talking about yeah, Apocalypse yeah, Now, yeah. you know, there's like this, he's pulling in a lot of things about, um, directors and art and their Yeah. And, and um, you could tell un- that he loves, yeah.
0: he loves plays because I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of his plays. movies could be a play. Like Royal Tenenbaums could be a, like, yeah, like to see at the Goodman, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's definitely came from uh, a theater background. You know, when as yeah. he ri- had as it, I'm not surprised that he studied playwriting and stuff like that. You know, like mm-hmm. the words he cho- chooses too is very much like a playwright. Like, they're all very intentful and you know with with, with intention. I guess that's the word. Yeah, <laughs> with intention. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, the tone. There's always a like tone. a tone. And I, I also kind of want to bring up too is like um, when you're doing theater, when you're working with playwrights, mm-hmm. like when you're Putting on a play. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of like art school or whatever. Oh my God, this guy. The video is still playing. Yeah, and he was in Bottle Rocket. So funny. funny. Okay. Um, So like when you're putting on a play, you're working with famous playwrights. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, schools or other things like to categorize plays in certain like different styles, right? And they like this group of people do this certain style, right? Okay. Which is true. um, But the reality is like every playwright actually has their own artistic style. Mm-hmm. And you need to be true to that writer's style, whatever it is. Right. A lot of people are similar, mm-hmm. which is fine. Uh, but you can't go into doing a play just assuming, like, oh, I uh, I did this other play. We're going to do it just like that, right? Yeah. It, it's very specific. You're doing Shakespeare, you're doing Shakespeare, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're doing um, Ionesco, you're doing Ionesco. You know, like, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. It's, it's like, same with Wes Anderson, he has his own style. Yes. Okay. Artistic style. Mm -hmm. And this is what the actors are acting in. They're acting to the script. Yes. To that style. Yep. And I think he gets like... There's like criticism around this, right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's only because people aren't used to the concept of artistic style where you have to to act to that style. Yes. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and that's why he gets the same people, I think.
1: Right, yeah. Because they're used to it. Which is silly because... It's still even in something that's commercial, quote unquote. There's still an artistic style. Like you mm-hmm. act a different way in Fast and Furious than you would. In, you know what I mean? Or I don't know. I mean, yeah. There's like that. Yeah. St- like you yeah, want yeah. that certain type mm-hmm. of actor yeah. or that and that type of acting. Um. So yeah, that's what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He just created his own style. Um, and a lot of other filmmakers have done that as well.
0: Yeah, Quentin Tarantino.
1: Yeah, you. Yeah, you know like you know what the movie is when you hear it yeah hear he has it, a rhythm when too. you hear the when and then when uh even the words that are used you know stuff like that so yeah it, it, it's like a fingerprint you know what i mean mm-hmm. you just kind of feel like oh that's that style yeah um and you can break it down to like you know bullet points sex you what know, like, yeah, yeah, you know like yeah you always do this you, always do, you can do that but that's i mean it's more of a feeling honestly
0: yeah and, that, and that's what i like about it is that um I guess I just, I like filmmakers that I see it and like, oh, I know exactly what I'm getting. Yeah. But then each one is still different. So I guess it's Chris, right? right? Yeah. So it's like, it's, so how many is it? It's a lot.
1: Yeah. I mean, really the the core of that, um, and it's funny he studied philosophy, but the core of these styles is Mm -hmm. they usually come from a certain philosophy. So you start there it's Mm. like I want to portray this philosophy in my art whatever that is yeah and so if you have that like you know you have that base of like you always have to go back to that you always have to portray that and the techniques you do in, in portraying your philosophy will be similar then so that's how you're able to be consistent mm-hmm. in your movies or whatever, yeah, and then also be different, right? Yes, because it's a different subject, different storylines or whatever. Mm-hmm. However, you're always going back to your style, which is then linked to your philosophy, whatever that is. Yeah, you know what I mean, no, yeah. it's so great you said that because
0: yeah. his is a mixture of giving you comedy with a serious pill. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. So a lot, and there's a tone switch sometimes. Mm-hmm. So like the movies going along, and then I mean, I think probably Royal Ten Bombs is the first. First movie that kind of, I saw it. So Mm -hmm. the movie's when you think this is, it's this one movie and there's a dramatic scene and world and it kind of switches. And then he, he does in other ones. And then there's always a love story, which I think is why I love him the most. Okay. yeah. There's always a love story. His love stories are
1: hilarious. Yeah. They're very uncommon love stories. (laughs) You know what
0: I mean? Yeah. Like the, so the last so one I watched this week was, uh, was Moonlight Rise, which he, which So he pulls from his past, which most people do, right? You pull from your past. Mm -hmm. A lot of his characters are based on people from his past. Okay. And he had an idea or I think as a kid, he had a fantasy of 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 a love story. Okay. And so that is what made you know, that's the basis of the idea for Moran's kingdom. And it's kind of based on he said it's based on like these kids are doing the book that she reads about. So she reads these books about like Uh fantasy. Um, love stories, and it's kind of what they they went on an adventure yeah. that they would read in the yeah. book. That movie, great, and it's that was adorable. crazy. That was it's crazy, adorable, adorable right? It's so adorable. And then the style, though, because like speaking of style, so Bruce Willis, mm-hmm. right, is like yeah. you know his own he kills it in that movie. but he kills it in that's the style really
1: that the acting, right? Exactly, exactly. So like you're not gonna come into that being Mr. Die Hard, yeah, yeah. You know no, what he doesn't. Yeah, you yeah. I yeah, yeah. mean, you're gonna come into it doing the Wes Anderson style, and that's mm-hmm. accurate and correct, and then, and it shows how good of an actor you are. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? These people aren't like, because I, I hear these criticisms of like, oh, you know, these actors, they just, it's just the Wes Anderson, whatever thing. Yeah, and yeah, It's yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. you're not showing us the whole actor, but like, no, you actually are showing mm-hmm. how good these people are because they can go back and forth and do any, any of these styles, whatever that's yeah. required of them, mm-hmm. you know? Um, that's what a great performance is. Some people
0: say that cucumbers taste better pickled and chef Brian Green can't agree more. As a lifelong Midwesterner, Chef Green has always loved to harvest and preserve the last of the season's peaked flavored fruits and vegetables in many forms, such as, but not limited to, gardeneras, sauces, pickles, hot sauces, and jams. Pickled Prince makes everything in small batches from their home base here in Chicago. If you live in Chicago, place your orders today at pickledprince.com and follow on Instagram at thepickledprince. Pickled Prince. Hey, Chris. Do you like sweets? I'm eating a cookie right now. (laughs) Well, I know the tastiest baked goods in Chicago. When Sugar Met Whiskey by Elise Smith is your one-stop shop for your custom AM and PM baked boxes. AM boxes for your breakfast sweets while drinking coffee in your Star Wars PJs. And PM boxes over your nighttime desserts when you're laying in bed watching your favorite movie or TV show, eating all the goodies you can. The contents of the box change you monthly. If you live in Chicago, place your orders today at WhenSugarMetWhiskey.com and please follow her on Instagram at WhenSugarMetWhiskey. All right,
1: folks, back to the show. Talking about his cutaways. I, that's Go ahead. What, yeah, yeah. I Let's love the cutaway with, scenes. With the cutaway? I'm always looking forward to like, oh, when, when's the cutaway scene going <laughs> <Wait, laughs> okay. to happen? Like... We'll split away a cutaway scene So like, he bit. like, it's like almost a map or whatever the thing is. Mm-hmm. So in Moonrise Kingdom, it's the house, right? Yeah. He, they like they cut half the house off and mm-hmm. so you can just see every room in the house at the same time yeah and they do that with the boat for life aquatic where you just see the whole boat and he yeah. goes through each room and mm-hmm. i just love that i mean i feel like I, as a kid there's always those books or like science book where they would, like cut away and you yeah. see the whole thing no i just got a picture of one right yeah. social studies class exactly and
0: to remind people that's That's on a soundstage. That's all built. They build. I know. They build everything. Yeah,
1: and everyone's moving around. Yeah, and And the camera. Incredible. Yeah, so cool, dude. Uh,
0: I think that's what some people say that they like working on this film set. It does feel like a kid. Yeah. So you're doing this thing, because then there's another shot I saw doing research for this week. Grand Budapest. They're um they're on a train car, right? And you know it's going by, Mm -hmm. and you think, oh, they probably built like a big train car, right? Mm -hmm. They just built a box and put it on a track and just moved it. (laughs) Okay. So it looks like, you know, it looks like they're on a big train, but they're just two in a box and the camera's just moving along with them. That's really funny. That seems
1: like an old film technique too. You know what I mean? So that's what he does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And one of the things I like about like these old movies, I think, uh, young Frankenstein comes to mind. So (laughs) they had to do all these tricks, right? You didn't have CGI. Right. Yeah. So you just did a practical. Yeah. And maybe there was a miniature. And they figured it out. Cutaways. They figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, which
1: is just fun, right? It makes it a lot more fun. Yeah. I mean, his movies are fun and there's like a, there's like an innocence to him. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. like a, but like you said, there's, it's always, it's always about something. There's always this like, yeah, there's something always deep to it. Oh, very and deep. And like, it's like tough, you know? There's it some, is. Yeah. It could be something big like war or it could be something like your father doesn't love you. You know what I mean? He's yeah. <laughs> like, <is> that sort <laughs> of yeah, thing. Yeah. Well, that was the life of I, a lot of, yeah, yeah that, that was, was, a lot lot of, was a lot of father, father stuff. Don't love you, yeah. 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 Stuff like that. Like, yeah. Like really hard, you know, core things. Mm -hmm. but It's not just fluff. His movies aren't fluff at all. No, no. It's just a lot of like fun Mm -hmm. and funny, but it's all surrounding or maybe because of this terrible thing. Yeah. You know, Um, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, okay.
0: Here's a question I have for Mm -hmm. you. All right. (sighs) When is a director called a filmmaker?
1: Yeah, right. That's a good question.
0: And I only say this because, so these are a couple of names I'm just going to throw out uh, where I would say filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Spike Lee. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Chris Fanelli. Good question. He wants to. What about your boy? I would call your boy a filmmaker for sure. What uh boy? David
1: Lynch. Oh, absolutely. David Lynch is a filmmaker. Definitely a filmmaker. Yeah.
0: So where do you get the distinction between just being a director?
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess I Or guess is it kind of just intent. bestowed upon uh, yeah, upon you? I, that's a good question. I mean, I get I, I get the idea. It's almost like a job versus like art. You know what I mean? Like, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like a director just has to get it done. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to diminish the people that would no, just get it done. I agree. For I'm sorry if I came across that. No, line. I don't think I don't yeah. think you're doing that. But there are these other people out there. But what's interesting to me is those people, they are clearly directors out there mm-hmm. who are better than everyone. <laughs> I saying, you know I mean? they, they make great, they make like works of art. Really? Right. But those aren't the people that win the awards at the Oscars or like get the acclaim. Because right. they're not really, they're outside of the, like, they're outside of the machine in mm-hmm. a way. They're outside of like the advertisement machine or like, you know, yeah. push. Um. Every now and then they... But no, these people never... There's not really a crossover. Because you're not going to get Wes Anderson directing like a Marvel movie. You know what I mean? No, I don't think so.
0: But it'll be funny to see that. I would love that. (laughs) I can figure (laughs) it out. Um, But
1: like... Yeah, it's just... But clearly... uh, Like the most recent Oscars, right? Uh, The Mm -hmm. French Dispatch wasn't nominated for anything. However, it was by far the best movie in so many different categories. It was so great. Like in every way. Like, right? How could... I didn't see all the movies that were nominated mm-hmm. but the writing in that movie was unbelievably outstanding the, the uh, acting it, like, from so each story you know what and, i mean yeah and the acting is incredible yeah the set design makeup art direction everything top notch. to the point of like it should be in a museum <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? like, and that's what i thought like <laughs> yeah. i was going to talk about awarded, this yeah. at the end
0: but yeah. that i think that was at his peak like that I is can, yeah i can see that like, that's a wes anderson
1: yeah Wes Anderson movie. I'm yeah. Through I, can, through I can see what you mean there. It. Yeah. I was upset. There's only like three stories. I'm like, please just keep going. It was <laughs> about so great. This town. I, I would have, please make 10 movies about that. I mean, he won't. No. But, I mean, you were always going to want more. Yeah. I could live in that town forever. It was so interesting. That's one. Yeah. It was so interesting.
0: Well, but then, but then there's other directors. I'm just going to bring this up. I don't mean mm-hmm. to say this in a bad way, but no, Michael no, no. Bay.
1: Yeah. Let's <laughs> talk about Michael Bay somewhere. Like because,
0: okay. So there's a new <laughs> movie out called, I don't want to say the name because I'm going to, mispronounce it.
1: Ambulance? Is yeah. it an ambulance movie? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: And so um Which sounds know, pretty good actually. It sounds I'll pretty good. It. The I'll trailer it. it's a Michael Bay trailer, so you definitely want to go see it. my mm-hmm. brother goes sees movies or you know, says I he sends me a text and I'm like, All right, is it a spend or a save? He was like sure. save trash. Uh an employee comes in and I was like, What'd you do this weekend? She was like, I wanted to go see that Michael Bay movie. But she didn't <laughs> know it was a Michael Bay movie. Okay, okay, yeah. So she just saw it mm-hmm. and I was like, yo, I could see a Michael Bay movie from a mile away. Like it's just his style, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? You know, yeah, you know,
1: yeah. Give him, give him some credit. But see, I don't <laughs> think he's a filmmaker, though. No, and I don't know if he would. I mean, I don't think he would call himself a filmmaker. I know. I, I like. It's funny. Uh, the idea. I mean, I, I think we're getting a little deep here. Yeah, You we, want me to get a, get, a get a little deep. I'll get this. a little deep, because this is this is the question of like, what is art, right? And mm-hmm. what is like whatever. Um, and I think I to me, this is how I define things. Mm-hmm. It's really of who the, who the artwork or the product you're producing, who is that for, right? Mm-hmm. So do you make it for the viewer or the person that's experiencing art, whatever this yeah. is, painting, whatever it is, mm-hmm. or do you make it for yourself or someone else? So the idea is, am I trying to make money off this thing mm-hmm. or am I trying to give people something like give them, um, give them something special, give them art, challenge them some way. Yes. Uh, help them grow so you're doing it for others versus mm-hmm. doing it for something else you know yeah what I mean? and now this I feel like those things can those things can both be true in one mm-hmm. product and maybe at certain times if that can go like up and down mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's, not, yeah, it's, it's, it's never it's even a, like a yeah. it's never like a cut and it's dry a spectrum thing. yeah yeah but I think that's the idea so because I think a lot of movies are, are just advertisements for themselves
0: and yeah. advertisements
1: <laughs> for the sequel and advertisements for, I don't know, just like the normal culture. Yeah, like those in, Transformer you know, movies. Transformer movies. Like, yeah, they're just advertisements. Do you you advertisements, I mean? yeah. like at one point,
0: yeah. the Transformers are going to go through a truck and yeah. it's like at least 10 seconds of mm-hmm. Pepsi. Right. You yeah. Know, yeah, there's or Mountain advertisements.
1: Yes. But you're advertising Transformers 2. You're advertising the DVD. You're then, advertising you know, yeah. the Transformers brand and like the Transformers franchise that's what yeah, every one of these movies he's made what, six of them now yeah something like that mm-hmm. however you can make a good advertisement that's possible that's great <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean that's an entertaining advertisement. i mean but the would you call that like capital a art you know what i mean i i don't know if you can i think there's that's what the difference is and i think entertainment is fine i don't want to like poop on that you know what mm-hmm. i mean I, I watch things that aren't capital a art all the time yeah. you know and that's fine just enjoy yourself but th- i think that's where the difference of what we're talking about here of like director mm-hmm. versus filmmaker yeah like wes anderson is he's, he's doing this. He's doing this because for a reason, you know, like he has intention, right? Yeah. Like, he has intention. And he's not it's, trying it's, to get on a fat or something like that or sell a product or like, you know,
0: no. And it's all so fresh dispatch is his love for the New Yorker. Right. Exactly. It's a love for writers. He loves writers. Mm-hmm. He talks about in an interview that, uh, he grew up and, um, we're just in the background of watching Wes Anderson so doing a, a a commercial for okay, for so Prada. He does commercials. So you know what I mean. He does so it's like, yeah, for products, he does, yeah. but he's, it, dude, again, he's doing a great job at it. It's a yeah. Wes
1: Anderson. It feels like a Wes yes. Anderson thing. Yeah, yeah. David Lynch did a lot of commercials too. Oh, he They're does. Friends. Yeah, you should see. You know
0: what's funny? And then Spike <laughs> Lee, not to get off, uh, so, mm-hmm. but Spike Lee does the commercials too. Yeah, yeah, I think they, they do all do too. commercials.
1: I mean, you know, so I, I don't want to say like there's a right and wrong. I just to me personally, that's how I would define a work of art and a work of whatever, something else like a commercial product or something like that. It's something it's the intention behind it or even like the difference between art and propaganda. Yeah. You know, like propaganda is for something else. It's Mm -hmm. for it's, it's um, the person, the person who makes it benefits the most Mm -hmm. art would be the person who experiences it benefits the most. That's how, yeah, I like that. Yeah. There's always a sacrifice then for like someone making a real piece of art whatever that is there's going to be some sort of sacrifice yeah you know i don't know
0: it's, it's deep man it's that's deep. just me well you, brought I, it up. well you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> up no because well i think and i think the filmmaker is one of those things that we dispose d- dispose upon someone, you know what i mean mm-hmm. like I yeah don't, yeah someone comes Wes and anderson that's a filmmaker. i don't yeah, think yeah, he yeah. even calls himself you know he just no, he's just, just doing knows. what he loves just doing what he loves and he's fortunate that he can mm-hmm. you know do it on a very huge
1: level i know yeah it's great
0: uh so uh i think it's time to name our top three. We're gonna name our top three. Our top three. Who's going first? Well, okay. When we go, I'll go first. You go first. All right, I'll go first. I'm gonna say. So these are my top three movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're good. We just talked about it, but French Dispatch. Number one. Uh, yeah. Um, it's like I feel like it's everything a Wes Anderson movie is. Yeah. And um, because as you know on this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, I fall asleep a lot on movies. Oh no. <laughs> And so you <laughs> know, you fall I, I had a, yeah, we had a date uh, a date bit. date night, and uh, I fell asleep. asleep. Um, and so I rewatched it this week. That was a uh, part of ones one of the ones I watched, mm-hmm. and just like and thrilled. It's so good. And then it's with so the writing good. and the and the acting, yeah. And then the just kind of the, like the love story, but then mm-hmm. to watch why he did it. So that's what I like, right? Yeah. And then like I said, yeah. so I guess he grew up seeing a New Yorker.
1: And mm-hmm. he loves the New Yorker. Right. Yeah. So
0: each one is a ode to a writer. So I think the right. the third one might be an ode to like James Baldwin. That's what. Yeah. I think um, so, yeah. The second one, the French one, is a lady.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't know.
0: And then the uh, the one with uh, your boy Owen. Mm-hmm. So funny. Uh, I love that. Is is a guy who worked for New Yorker uh. who goes around in uh in New York and takes photos.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Yeah. 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 So I mean, that's,
0: that's my first one is, I
1: don't know. Is this, is a three acts? That is, I I get it.
0: But each one I could stand it. alone. Yeah. And then the way crazy. he moves between like cartoon, black mm-hmm. and white, and then the timing with a uh, killing Charlemagne. Oh my God. It's so funny. I rewatched it. I rewind it 10 times because there's this part uh, where uh, she's uh, speaking in French uh, and he says, what? Like. I can't tell whether it was like shot that way Mm -hmm. or he really said it as an actor said it. And he just said it like normal. Like I didn't understand what you said. Say your line again. That's really funny. You know what
1: I mean? It was that good. Yeah. It's 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 just that.
0: And it's so smooth.
1: Yeah. Everything is just so like that movie is, is great. I mean, everything is just so perfect. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's, and that's the Wes Anderson movie. Like everything is there for a reason. And like, I, I, that everything is crafted in a way, every like mm-hmm. shot, every scene. But that movie, you really see that. My favorites were when, like, a couple of scenes where like nothing was happening on this on the screen, mm-hmm. and then the whole city wakes up, and then everyone. I what it took to film that must have been so complicated. It was amazing. Yes, like, and all this like, time for parts, like this, like, yeah, for thirty seconds, flowing, yeah. <laughs> and then like and the people coming out, and like that mm-hmm. was so much fun. And have. very kind of
0: like a play, right? Yeah, like a, a lot little of play, play in start in the beginning, yeah. lights come up. Yeah, yeah. You know? there's a lot of play in it.
1: Yeah. Um which is fun. And then the actual play in the movie, so funny, so funny. I couldn't handle how funny that play, and everyone started, so you see the difference that everyone started acting like it was a play? Yeah, yeah. And that style of acting and when they're yeah. like, we're doing a play now, you yeah, know? Yeah. And then it got me, like it was funny, but then mm-hmm. it got me at the end. It made me really sad when he jumped out that window. Is that right? funny? I'm like, this is such a perfect Wes Anderson moment where I'm just laughing along. I'm like, yeah, plays are ridiculous, and this is really funny, and you nailed the tone and feeling of watching a play. Yeah. But all of a sudden, I'm sad, like actually sad. When he jumped up, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's great. Uh great, great movie. So French Dispatch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And no surprise, yeah, it didn't win one. <laughs> I wasn't
1: nominated at all. You would think it would just at least be nominated for something. I don't but know. who cares? But anyway. <laughs> who cares? Uh, <laughs> all right, what's
0: your what's your first one?
1: My first one? Mm-hmm. Oh, so we're just gonna go one to one. Okay. Yeah, we'll do one. Uh I okay. Hmm. So I think my favorite. Okay. I don't know if it's his best, but it's my favorite is Life Aquatic for sure. It's oh, yes. it's my it's my favorite. It it's just holds a special place. I think maybe his best is still Grand Budapest. Grand Budapest is really impressive. Maybe that's just cuz um Ralph Fines, was in it? He's one of my favorite actors, so. Yeah. But French Dispatch is well, well we'll get to it. We'll get to on it. the top. So, I think it's Life Aquatic. Um and I just want to point out, I just want to throw some uh, okay, props ahead. out there. Yeah. So my friend Jesus, he he also loves um Wes Anderson, he's a mm-hmm. super fan. Oh, sweet with me! And so he made sure I saw a lot of these movies that I haven't seen. And so it's because of him oh. that I actually saw. It. We watched them over lunch at work. We worked together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So at lunchtime, we'd we'd watch like half hour
0: of oh, the that's movie awesome. throughout the week.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was great. So we definitely watched Life Aquatic together. Mm-hmm. Um, We watched uh, Darjeeling Unlimited. I think yeah. that's how you say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, together, and we watched. uh, we watched the animated animated ones together. Uh,
0: Mister Fox yeah, and, and, and an Island, Island of Dogs. Island of Dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: all the ones. So I mean, yeah. I gotta shout out to him. He's yeah. a huge fan. We talked about his, his favorite mm-hmm. is French Dispatch as well. Yeah. yeah, which I was surprised about. So I'm like, so he saw. He's like, it's my favorite one for sure. And he said yeah. the same thing about like it feels the most like a play. It feels like, that sort of thing. Like it's yeah. so interesting. Yeah, it's so interesting because
0: because we, we, we had the idea to do a Wes Anderson this season, mm-hmm. and I was gonna say. Rushmore, because that was the first one I came into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's really good. I saw, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, man. All right, so we have to play yeah. this because we just can't oh my God. Uh, get out our episode without playing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. This movie is so funny. It's just it's the colors of it. So game. that's another thing. His color color perfect. powder is no. always beautiful. Extremely rare. So right now, this is one of our favorite clips from the movie. It's the beginning of the movie, <laughs> and it's us watching
1: the movie, the movie that... that Bill Murray's in, character makes yeah makes um <laughs> in the climax. That. Oh my god! As <laughs> you're Oh my god! <laughs> Here we go. Close! There's
0: Esteban is that thing rolling? Encounter with Holly abnormal shark-like fish, ten meters in length, Out unfamiliar dorsal features, spots all over it. I shot it dorsally with a homing dart. Esteban was eaten. Trapped the scanning monitor. Got dragged before it water too deep. Esteban was bitten, eaten. Is he dead? Yes,
1: was
0: eaten. He was swallowed whole. <laughs> no, dude, the <laughs> See, this and that's is so
1: <laughs> funny. And there's the eyes. There's the yeah, eyes. there's the, the, the eyes. The, oh the crazy god, eyes. He's got the crazy eyes. Oh my god. But see, that's so what we're talking about. Funny.
0: So, so, how how do you act like? Because that's a funny scene. It's hilarious. But they're not playing. They're not playing the comedy. No, they're not
1: playing the comedy. It's just a character. It's, it's the writing is making it funny. Mm-hmm. And then so there's a lot so you can't play that funny you have to play it but he is playing it funny I think he knows he knows the timing
0: woman Defoe, the, fo- the ca- clouds both of them, both of them. yeah, Will,
1: yeah. Uh, Bill Murray in the water mm-hmm. and like they both know how funny this is yes and so they know the timing of when to say these things mm-hmm. how to say it with the Esteban is eaten thing you know what I mean <laughs> Like it's so funny. S1 was eaten. S-1. <laughs> he's, he's business. He's business. <laughs> he ate him whole. It's like, no, I'm fine. I'm <laughs> Everything on so funny. Yeah. It's for and that movie is just oh god, it's just so it, it's I just every scene is funnier than the next scene. it just gets to me. It gets me every time.
0: Well, a very um, deep too, like So was that wasn't well a spoiler alert if you haven't watched it, mm-hmm. but that wasn't his son then.
1: No, wait. Oh god. Now I'm confused. So, uh Owen Wilson's character? It wasn't I don't think it was I no. I just watched this movie a couple months ago actually. Um I don't think he actually was his son. Right? Cuz they became basically. They became, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was very father son.
1: Yeah. I think it didn't matter at the end. They actually became father and son.
0: Oh, Jeff Goldblum was in there doing Jeff Goldblum yes, Jeff, shit. Jeff oh man.
1: Definitely in that movie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. So that's that's
0: my that's my second one too. Okay,
1: yeah. Oh, because you're just going right to two. Yeah, yeah we're going right yeah. to we two. Can, yeah. All right.
0: Um really good. Well, your do you want to go to your uh, two?
1: My number two. Um we'll I back guess back I'll do uh yep. Yeah, I, I think I have to mention Grand Budapest Hotel. That I guess I did before. That that Yeah. That might be my Favorite, still my favorite movie that he made, or I mean, I think maybe the best one he made. But I, I would, I could watch, I could like watch Life Aquatic every day in my life. Yes. <laughs> I could just put that on right now, and I would just, I would like I'm the gonna music gonna and everything. Fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. if I could watch Grand Budapest every day, but it's so good. It's, it's so also good. really good. it, it like hit. It's sadder, right? It's about like a mm-hmm. inheritance or funeral that yeah. sort of thing. So yeah. there's a little bit of that in there. Um, I I love it. But it has a love story in it, and of course. There's a love story in it, and the sets yeah.
0: are just epic, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's big and how everything looks and um, uh, it's performance. <laughs> Ralph Fiennes is one of my favorite actors uh, by far. So well, it was really fun to see him.
0: And then filmmaking with that one, like the ski scenes when they're yeah, like the go, you know, scenes, it's kind of like yeah. old, yeah, yeah, old yeah, yeah, way yeah, yeah. filming. And
1: the and the prison <laughs> breakout, was yeah, it, break breakout was the most complicated thing imaginable. Like it's so funny, like how complicated it was yeah. and the way it's all filmed and stuff. Yeah. It's just interesting every moment. Oh, I, I also want to bring up. Um Fresh, French Dispatch really made me realize this, but there's this um uh there's this like cartoonist or artist. His name's Edward Gorey. Have you ever experienced this? Edward Gore, no. I feel like Wes Anderson's highly influenced by Edward oh. Gorey. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like he like is almost like a comic book creator oh, okay. uh, in a way. Because he would make these really weird looking like goth type scenes. Oh, they cool. but they're all it's all about like kind of rich people who are too mm-hmm. I don't know just had some whatever mm. but then it would always be something really weird that would happen in it too but kind of like funny quirky weird oh okay um, so and, and Edward Gord actually did some like set design stuff too so I think that's kind of funny oh it was and he uh, drew for the New Yorker stuff ah like see that as well. yeah, yeah yeah so it's that type of guy um he, he was also highly influenced by him, I think. He, I, he could not be <laughs> influenced by him. So I, I, yeah. I really it really comes out in the French I yeah. feel.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of the influences, so I guess when they're making doing his Island of Dogs, okay. which is yeah. mostly based on Japanese culture. Yeah, it's place in Japan. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so like the, the artwork too. in there. That, <laughs> uh, this is <laughs> crazy. It's dogs. crazy. So that's yeah, my that's third one. Okay, is because Island of, okay, dogs. of Dogs. Yeah. Third yeah. one. Maybe because yeah. I have a dog. But, then, yeah, I mean, a very touching story, right?
1: Touching. Anyone can uh, watch it. That's a movie. Whole family can enjoy. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's an adventure, too.
1: Mm hmm. For sure. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: uh, sure. um, yeah. uh, I think that was, so there's only another one he does. What do you, do you call the stop
1: animation? uh stop motion stop motion stop motion yeah okay yeah. so
0: mr fox was the first one they that made that was the first one he made Yeah. And I a good one.
1: stop motion yeah i i want to point out to the french dispatches animation was incredible yeah and he that just so put good. it in there so smoothly so too cool. it looked great yeah um the car chase always oh, fun the car chase oh funny <laughs> i think it's so funny that. Did, yeah
0: because <laughs> then they were running and they were running up the stairs and then
1: came back mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. Everything's just funny about it. Um. Uh. Okay. So that's three. So that's you that so for your, um, your third. So uh, I have my third. Third one. Well, we got I left? probably the French Dispatch. I mean, they're they all like they all vie for number one. But I know the Royal Tenenbaums was pretty pretty influential to me too when I saw that. Like, yeah, when that came out. I mean, that was it was really unique at the time. I mean, we really have to can't really say how unique that was at that moment. It was very know? unique. Like again, like Rushmore. Really weird movie, really hilarious. Yeah, still kind of felt like other indie movies in a Mm -hmm. way, you know. But when Real Ten Falls came out, you're like, "What is this?" You know what I mean? Like, it's like this is yeah,
0: the music, the style, the artwork, yeah, was
1: how people are reacting. Yeah, the type of writing. I feel like he
0: finally either leaned in or he was Mm -hmm. he just got there, right? Yeah, yeah, whatever it is, or he
1: just decided to had the freedom to do what he wanted to do, and he really You know, he found his voice. um
0: <laughs> real a real of My favorite line is with Gene Hackman and Danny Glover in yeah. the kitchen. He was like, "You want to talk some jobs, so drink. We we'll talk some jobs." <laughs> <laughs> <was like>, <laughs> Gene <laughs> Hackman, so oh, he gets, man. He gets
1: these amazing actors. Yeah, amazing. I wonder how much fun it is on the set. And how many? A takes lot of fun. I would day. hope. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I wonder how how meticulous it is. I don't know about anything about that. Like, um. I think some of the, it seems so meticulous, but he might, I don't know. It, it also feels like he maybe could get it done. Not like a super, I feel like,
0: I feel it, like, over and over again. I feel I like he knows what he's doing now. I yeah. did two interviews. One of the cinematographers said they do, um, since everything is kind of symmetrical, mm-hmm. like they always make sure everything's lined up and he can tell within like a couple of seconds if like a uh, actor has to move like two inches wow, cool. to yeah. be. Uh, and then they, I think a lot of actors said they love working with them because it's like an old to old filmmaking style. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think we're doing, I don't think we're doing a lot of Wes Anderson style films anymore.
1: No, I don't think they have the chance to make yeah. things like this. No. That's the other thing, like... All actors want to be in something good. <laughs> you know what yes, I mean? and that's what and that's what that's what a lot of them say. <laughs> you, you know, you're working yeah. and it's uh, like working at the it's like working with Michael Jordan, you know, and you're yeah, at exactly. the top. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't want to be in a no one wants to make crappy movies. No, no matter how much they get paid. You know what I mean? Even if it's the biggest movie of the year, like they still wanna make they got into it. That's so funny. You still wanna Yeah. Yeah, they still yeah. 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 Well,
0: that's Wes Anderson, that's folks. That's Wes Anderson. That's yeah. Wes Anderson. Should, we, should we play some Wes Anderson music on a way out? Yeah, please I mean
1: do. we didn't please do we didn't talk about this Music, uh, music enough. Life Aquatic, they get it's all covers of David Bowie's songs. And the guy who does, oh, yeah, let's do life and more. Incredible,
0: okay. So, yeah, I just found his playlist this it's morning that. when I was doing yeah, research.
1: He's so good, and he's in the movie, he yeah. plays the songs in the movie, yeah, on a guitar. Do I like him better than David Bowie? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is did he improve on it? I don't know. <laughs> maybe. maybe,
0: maybe. Oh man, the colors in his movie, I know. Then that last shot with them in the submarine. I know.
1: It's so funny. <laughs> and then they see the little. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Oh, Life on Mars. One of my favorites. Yeah.
1: You're not going to. You're not going to find a, another movie like Westerners movie right No. There. It's mm-hmm. a unique experience.
0: Yeah. For well, sure. it's been unique, folks. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got one more episode for the season. Yeah. One more. And then we're out. We're out. So. All right. Should right we get out, yeah, right. Right, let's get, let's get, get out of
1: here? Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. Woo! If you liked what you heard and you want to do it again, please like, follow, and subscribe. Do all the things. You can follow the guys on Instagram and TikTok at thatisnotapodcast.